Ketubot Daf Kof Het. The last thing we were discussing was a machloket between Rav and Shmuel. If a woman's husband goes overseas, do we give her mezonot or not? Rav said yes. Shmuel said no. We asked seven questions on Shmuel, and we ended up saying the halacha is like Rav that we do give her food. And with that, we're starting Kof Zayin Amud Bet, four lines from the bottom by the Mishnah. Where it says, Misha halach lim A man went overseas. And a man was nice, and uh, he was giving uh, money for, to his wife so she could eat until her husband comes home, and he'll figure. And he figures he'll uh, discuss with the husband later. Hanan Omer ma'otav. Hanan said the man lost his money, and the children of the Konim Dolim argued on him, and they said told he should swear. How much he spent, and he could take it from the husband. And Amar Rabbi Dosa ben Harkinas kedivrehem. He Rabbi Dosa held like benekoyim dolim. And Amar Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakai yafeh Amar Hanan. Hanan said good because heniach ma'otav al keren atzevi. This person is giving this woman money. It's just like he put his money on uh, on a horn of a deer, meaning you just uh, were maf- you were mafkir your money, and uh, that's it. You lost it. Now, over here, there's a fascinating Tosafot. It starts over here at the bottom of Kufzayin Amud Bet, and it goes deep into Kufhayat Amud Bet. And Tosafot explains that according to Rabbeinu Tam, that the halacha would be like this only in regards to a person giving the woman money. But if someone covered a debt for his friend, his friend would have to pay him back. And the riba he proves from the Yerushalmi that the same halacha in regards to um, a woman, according to Hanan, that he, he lost his money, same halacha would be if someone paid back his friend's uh, debt. Also over there, he would lose out. And the Gemara starts, Tananatam, we learned in Nedarim, Hamudar Hana'amechavero, if someone, they vowed not to have any benefit from each other, Shokel et shiko, he could give his mahatsita shekel for him, or for it and he could pay back his loans, or lo avedato, and if the person lost a lost object, he, he could uh, give it back to him. And in a situation where the person gets paid for returning a lost object, let's say he spent extra time on it, then the other person gives the, the money to Hekdesh. This way, his friend doesn't have any benefit from it. So the Gemara tries to understand. Bishlama shokel lo I understand why he gives his machatita shekel because there's not so much hana over there because mitzvah kavit is doing a mitzvah ditnan tormin ala avud ve'ala gavui ve'ala atid ligavot. We learned that you could give machatita shekel for for lost money if someone sent his money and it got lost on the way, and on. Someone who already gave the money just is taking too long to get there, so you could give the money for him and you could take the money later. Or uh, they didn't raise that money yet, you know it's going to come, it just it wasn't raised yet. So you could give them a hatsita shekel for that person. And let's say the person doesn't uh, end up giving it or it doesn't end up being there, it's as if he gave the truma. The truma counts, it's just the guy didn't do the mitzvah. Bottom line is, there is no isur when it comes to benefit over here because it's a mitzvah. I understand the hashavat aveda, returning a lost object. I get it because mitzvah ka'avid. I have a mitzvah to return a lost object. I don't care that you uh, don't want to have any benefit from me. But paying back a debt, why is that allowed? At the end of the day, uh, this person is saving money because of me, because I'm, I'm paying back his bill. 
It's as if I'm giving him money. So Amar Avashaya, the Mishnah that allows someone to pay back Mudar Hanan or his debt, Hamani Hanani. It's like Hanan the Amar ibedet Ma'otav. Hanan holds that when a person pays back his friend's debt, it's like he put his money on the deer's horn and he lost out. So over here, since there's no connection to one another, since he can't ask him for that money later, it's like he was Mafkir's money. So anyone has the option to be Mafkir's money. That's the way Rav Oshaya explained it. You could even say it's Rabbanan who argue on Hanan. They hold that the, the person who got his debt paid back has to pay back whoever paid it. What are we talking about? Where he borrowed money on condition he doesn't want to pay back. Meaning, I'll pay back when I feel like paying. No one was forcing me to pay. So when this person came and paid back his debt, he didn't really do anything. Meaning, I didn't, no one was forcing me to pay anyways. So therefore, there was no benefit. So now, Bishlam Rabbah, I understand why Rabbah didn't hold like Roshaya who said that it's Hanan, because the Mokim like Rabbanan, he wants to say that this Mishnah is like Rabbanan. He likes to say that the majority rules, it works perfect. However, who said it's like Hanan, why did he not say it's like Rava? So Ravashaya explains, okay, fine. He doesn't have a benefit when it comes to money from it. Does he not have embarrassment? Meaning, as long as he didn't pay back his loan, he's still embarrassed every time he sees the man in the street. When his debt was paid back, he now is not embarrassed anymore. So he did hanah for him. He did do a favor for him. He did benefit him, and that's why it should be asur. So therefore, hatam nami in the case where uh, he vowed and not to have any benefit from each other, the itle hanah there is hanah, there is a benefit. That hanah that he took away the embarrassment from him when he paid back his loan, and that's why Rav Oshaya has to say like hanah. Next mishnah. So the first Mishnah in the, in the Perek, we talked about there was two Dayanim of decrees in Yerushalayim, Mishnah Dayanei Gezerot. One of them was Hanan, the other one was Admon. Hanan said two things, now we're up to Admon. Admon said seven things. So Admon Omer Shiva, Admon said seven things. Number one, Mishemet Veniach Banim Ubanot. Person passed away, left the boys and girls. If there's a lot of uh, assets where they could eat for the next 12 months without a problem, the boys get their inheritance, the girls get their food. If there's not a lot of assets, meaning they can't get their food for the next 12 months, then then the girls will get their food from the assets. Let the boys knock on doors collecting tzedakah. Admon Omer. Admon says, uh, Admon is not arguing over here, Halakha Al-Masih, he's just asking a question. Because I'm a boy, I lost out on my food. And Admon, I see Admon's words. So the asked the question, Mike, what was Admon trying to say? Because I'm a boy, I lost out my food? What was he asking? So Amar Abaye Hachika Amar, Bishvil Shani Zachar, Virawil Asok Batora Hivsati. Admon was trying to say that because I'm a boy and I'm uh, I'm befit to learn Torah, I lost more than the girls. And Amar le Rabbah, Rabbah tells Abayah, what does learning Torah have to do with this? Man da asik batorah, who they are eat. Man de lo asik batorah, lo yarit. Whoever learns Torah gets inheritance. Whoever doesn't learn Torah doesn't get inheritance. Ela, Amar Rabbah, hachi kamar. This is what Admon was trying to say. 
בשביל שאני זכר וראוי לירש מנכסים מרובים, because I'm a boy and I'm befit to inherit when there's a lot of assets, הפסדתי מנכסים מועדים, I lost when there's not a lot of assets, meaning the logic doesn't make sense. If I'm strong when there's a lot of uh, assets, I should be strong also when there's a little bit of assets. Why am I weaker all of a sudden? Your logic doesn't make sense. That's what Admon was trying to say. Next, the next thing that Admon was saying is the second thing. If someone claimed against his friend that he owes him uh, jugs of oil, and he told him, I only owe you jugs without oil. Admon Omer... That's called partial admission, and therefore he has to swear like a modem mikzat and it's a shivua de oraita. The problem over here, this partial admission, has nothing to do with the claim. He told him, uh, he told him oil, and this person is admitting to something totally else, which is jugs. So therefore, he doesn't have to swear. He's a kofir bakol. He is a person who totally denies everything. And And Rabban Gamliel said, I see Adamon's words. So now, I'm understanding according to Rabbanan, who was calling this person a kofir bakol, person who was denying everything, that if if someone made a claim on his friend that he owes him wheat and barley and he only admitted to the barley, Patur, he doesn't have to swear on the, on the wheat because it's something totally else and he denied that totally. It sounds like this goes against Rav Nachman Mashmuel. Tamar Rav Nachman Mashmuel. Tano chitim usarin v'odalo bechad mein. He holds that if someone claimed on his friend that he owes him wheat and barley, and he only admitted to one of them, Hayav, he has to swear on the other thing. So Amar Yudah Marav, our Mishnah is dealing with betoano mida. He's claiming on him a certain amount, a measurement, a weight. He was telling him uh, a gallon of oil. And the only reason he mentioned the jug because usually the jug of oil is what fits a gallon of oil. So really, the person knew exactly what the claimant was talking about and he totally denied it by admitting something totally else. The And if that's the case, why is Admon calling it a partial admission and making him swear from the Torah? You have to say, according to everyone, when the claimant told him, I have 10 jugs worth of oil in your hole, then then he is claiming oil. He is not really mentioning anything about the barrels. So in that type of case, if you only mention the barrels or the jugs, then okay, he's denying everything and he doesn't have to swear. But if he told him, If he told him, I have by you 10 full jugs of oil, then for sure, Then at that point, he for sure is claiming on him oil and the jugs. So when he tells him only jugs, that's a modebe mixat partial admission and he has to swear. So, okay, that we got. So, keep ligay. Where's the machloket admon and hachamim? That's echad amar le. That's when he, when the claimant told him, asara kadeh shemen yesh li etzlecha. He told him, I have 10 jugs of oil by you, and he didn't say the word full of oil. Admon omer, 
the one holds yesh balashon azeh lishon kan kanim. This language also has the words uh, jugs. Therefore, if he only admits to the jugs, then that mean that makes him a partial admission, and therefore he has to swear. When he said kadeshim and he didn't say meleim, it has nothing to do with the actual jugs, and therefore, if he only admitted to the jugs, he has nothing to do with the oil, and therefore, he's a kofer bakol and does not have to swear. So that leads the gemara to ask Ella. Tama, rather you have to say the reason Hakamim are poter, it's because the end belashon hazeh, belashon kankanim, because the language he said has nothing to do with jugs. Ha, yesh belashon hazeh, belashon kankanim. Let's say it did have the word jugs in it. Let's say I did understand the word jugs. Hayav, it sounds like he would have to swear, like a modem mikzat. Le mateveti ufta, the rebihiya barabat. Sounds like this goes against the rebihiya barabat, the amar rebihiya barabat. If someone made a claim on his friend, uh, wheat and barley, and you only admitted to one of them, patur, he does not have to swear on the other thing. And over here, it sounds like you would have to swear on the other thing. So, you have to say that when someone made a claim, wheat and barley, and you only admitted to one of them, he would be patur. The, the difference over here with the oil and the jugs is It's like someone claiming a, a rimon, a pomegranate with its peel. It's one thing. Same thing, the oil and the jugs, it's like one thing and it's one claim. It's not like two separate things. Ravina has a problem. How could you compare the pomegranate to the jugs of oil? Rimon lomintar. The the pomegranate without its shell, without its peel, cannot live. It cannot uh, last. Shemen mintar You could have oil last without the jugs. Put it in the oil hole. Put it somewhere else, and you don't need the jugs. Ela, rather, you have to say Baraba, who said if you only admitted to one of them wheat or barley, you would be patur. Hacha. What's the machloket between Admon and Hachamim? If when the person said kadeh shemen is the 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 kad is the jug part of the claim or not, hacha bemayaskin. What are we dealing with? The amarle when the claimant told them asala kadeh shemen lecha. I have ten jugs of oil by you. The amarle idach and the claimant said shemen lo hayud varim meolam. I never heard nothing about the oil. You never gave me oil. Kan kanim nami and even with the jugs hamisha itlach bhamisha itlach. He told them five jugs yeah, but not ten. Admon Omer Yesh Belashon Azeh Lashon Kankanim. Admon holds when he told him Asara Kadeshem Minishlitz Lecha. That has something to do with the jugs also, and therefore when we go to Mishtabak Kankanim. Since you're partial, since he's partially swearing on the five uh, jugs, then Mishtabanami Ashemin Alide Gilgul. Then we roll onto him another swear. Once you're already swearing, we'll throw on the swear about the oil also. Verabanan Savre in Belashon Azeh Lashon Kankanim. When he said asara kadeshem and shleitz lecha, that has nothing to do with jugs, and therefore ma shetano lo hodalo, whatever he claimed, he didn't admit. Uma shehodalo, and whatever this person admitted, lotano, the person didn't uh, claim on him, and therefore he's a total denier, and therefore he does not have to swear. Period. And we will stop right here. Baruch Hashem leolam. Amen. Ve'amen.